The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving $2 million away to the bottom amongst 400 of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, August 23rd. I'm Donald Ware. It's Manic Monday here on the podcast. And what a Saturday. What a Saturday we had at Zwelly's in Durham. The fifth box to row countdown to kick off, sponsored by Harlem Beer NC and Marjorie's Beef Jerky. It was a phenomenal time. North Carolina A&T head football coach Sam Washington, North Carolina Central head football coach Trey Oliver, Shaw head football coach Adrian Jones joined us on the program. Fayetteville State head football coach Richard Hayes. We had Johnson C. Smith head football coach Kermit Blunt. Uh, We also had, uh, let me see, Livingstone head football coach Sean Gilbert. And we had... Uh, let me think. I got to think for a moment here. We had, uh, oh, St. Augs head football coach David Bowser. I was trying to go off the top of my head uh, on the program, on the countdown to kickoff. It was a great time. I uh, had some people that came by to support uh, and just very thankful for the coaches that were able to come in person, the coaches that were able to join us on Zoom as well. So throughout the course of this week, as we are now, Five days away from the start of the HBCU football season. It's going to be highlighted on Saturday. we got three games on Saturday highlighted by the MEAC SWAC Challenge, Alcorn State, and North Carolina Central. So we're right here. And as mentioned, throughout the course of this week, we're going to replay those interviews, some of those interviews, so you can get a feel for uh, those programs and what to expect for the upcoming season. So on today... We're going to start with North Carolina A&T head football coach Sam Washington as I had a chance to catch up with him on the fifth box to row countdown to kickoff. Years later, we're ready to start another 
HBCU football season, and we're excited to have these coaches, particularly from the state of North Carolina, coming to us. So with that being said, we're going to get started right now uh, in his fourth season as the head football coach at North Carolina A&T is Sam Washington. He came up from Greensboro. He's got, he's got some stuff going on. He came to Durham to make this happen for us, and he joins us right now on the Box to Row countdown to kick off. What's going on, Coach Washington? Oh, not very much. Just excited about, you know, the upcoming season. Uh, looking forward to, you know, getting back on the grass and, and doing what we do. Speak to the anticipation uh, in the spring, right? Last year in the MIAC, supposed to play. It ultimately did not happen. Uh, and again, for it to be the last year in the MIAC, wanted to kind of go out on a bang. Take us through that and, and how that was, not being able to play in the spring of 21. Um, I, possibly the best way to put it is like on a, a, a roller coaster, you know, a bunch bunch of ups and a bunch of downs and and, uh, and when you're in those low moments uh, it was very difficult you know half of the team uh, you know wanted to play the other half did not but uh, we came to a team decision you know not to play and we chose not to play and what I was most proud of you know we stuck by that decision as a team not once did anyone say we could have would have should have so I was very proud of that Let's speak to, it's interesting, like the core of your team comes back. I, I, that fascinates me because, I mean, at the end of the day, you didn't play in 20. Uh, you didn't play in spring of 21. You got the transfer portal, where it's, I mean, it's, you got so many players, yet you were able to keep the core. Obviously, Mac McCain goes on um, to enter the draft. Uh, he's in camp now, as a matter of fact. But talk about how you, you're able to keep the nucleus in most of your players together, especially when you have this transfer portal where guys are going all over the place? I'm not sure. By luck, by chance, whatever <laughs> it may be, we're just grateful that we, you know, that we are and we're able to keep the nucleus of the team together. And, of course, um, we got assisted by assists from the NCAA, allowing all those you know, seniors with no more eligibility you know, to come back for one more season. Uh, that in itself was a blessing. Yeah. So let's talk a little – I mean, everybody's talking about – Jamain Martin, right? You're running back. I mean, all all America. Even even you have a situation where again you didn't play in the spring, but he's still an FCS All American. He's on the Walter Payton Award list. Uh, you know, he had a phenomenal season in 2019. Led the country with 23 rushing touchdowns. He led the country in yards per carry, 7.7. You know, talk about him and being able to have him back. Oh man, that's huge. Um, and I am so excited to see exactly where this young man goes uh, from here because of his hard work and dedication uh, over the summer. He put in the, t- he put in the work. And, and I'm one that believes hard work pays. And uh, if you put in the time, uh, you normally reward it for it. So uh, he's very excited, looking forward to the season, and we as well looking forward to seeing what, what he does. It seems like, you know, maybe he's Mac McCain. He, he, to me, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm a novice. I, you know, you're, you're, you're the football guy. But it seems to me that a guy like Jamain could have gone into the draft and probably would have been drafted. Like, he's, he's playing on another level than anybody else. Was it a situation where, you know, it, maybe there's some things that he can work on, maybe some blocking, some things that can elevate his game in the next level? Well, that's, that's possible. Uh, well, for whatever reason, we you know we just happy to have him back. Um, but of course, he could have gone into the draft last year, and I think he would have um, he would have been drafted. But 
Uh, he chose not to for whatever reasons. Now, uh, are there some things that we can get better at? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that uh, we really focused on was him catching the football. Um, as far as blocking and, and running the football, he's he pretty good at that. Uh, so if, it, if there was a weakness, it would be receiving. Yeah. Uh, speak a little bit. Let's talk a little bit of personnel. Jalen Fowler. Uh, had a had a, a good 2019 season uh, in a in a sparingly sparing role, uh, if you will. Uh, also, Kingsley Effetti also comes back for you. Have you named your starter as of yet, or 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 talk about how that battle is coming along? Uh, well, uh, the, I think we found our our guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jalen is yeah. right now is penciled in as the starter, and and I think he earned that right. Um, he worked his butt off over the summer. He did everything that we asked him, asked of him, and went beyond. Told it, you know, to be honest. And um, he's one of those kids that you know just work hard, make you know great decisions. He don't. Um, what's the good way of putting it? He normally in the right place at the right time for whatever reason. And not only you know on the field, you know he's a good person and uh, he's a great student as well. Got a plethora of receivers coming back. You know, Zach Leslie and all of these guys. Um, I mean, it should be a phenomenal time in Greensboro. Let, let's move to the defense. So, all of those guys, I mean, all of the linebackers, uh, yeah, you lose Mac McCain, but the defensive backfield should be pretty straight. Jermaine McDaniel had an outstanding 2019. He comes back as an All-American. Talk about how special You've had some special defenses throughout the course of your career. Mm -hmm. But talk about how special this defense is. Well, uh, I'll put it this way. We have the talent, but uh, we still have yet to put it together. You know, so that's why we practice, and that's why we do what we do, and that's why uh, I can't wait to 2.30 <laughs> uh, today's scrimmage to see exactly where we are and uh, kind of, you know, evaluate some people that we look forward to, you know, having a very successful uh, campaign this season. So, um we do have a lot of returners that uh, have played a lot of football for us. And um, that's, you know, that's to our, to our good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing, you've, you've had so much coaching experience. You played in the league. You, you're, you played at Mississippi Valley State. We'll talk more about that. One of the inter interesting things for me is when you had your time at North Carolina Central. And two of the gentlemen that are going to be here, uh, up here, Adrian Jones, the head coach now at Shaw, Trey Oliver, the head coach at North Carolina Central. You recruited those guys to come play for you as student athletes when you were the, I believe, the defensive coordinator at that time at North Carolina Central in the 90s. Talk about that. Oh, well, um, two great young men. And, and, you know, I can't, I don't rightfully deserve the credit for recruiting them. I was fortunate enough, their parents were Eagles. Okay. So, you know, I had that weapon, uh, that secret weapon, you know, in my favor. Um, the, both parents played football. Both parents were athletes. Um, both those young men played quarterback in high school. I played quarterback in high school. So, um, and they were just good people, you know. So, and they say fruit don't fall far from the tree. And definitely in their cases, um, they had some the best when it comes to uh, home training. Yeah, it's interesting. You got a you got a bit of a coaching tree, right? As a guy that has only been a, what a head coach 18, 19, so four years in, right? Yeah. 
you got a bit of a coaching tree. As a matter of fact, you mentioned coach. You told me today, Coach Dawson Odoms at now who's at uh, Norfolk yeah. State was one of your players as well. Absolutely, all three were on the same team, and uh, you know, you knew then they, it was something special about them. Uh, Dawson played quarterback as well. What? And that's, that right? uh, yeah, he was a high school quarterback. <laughs> wow. So, so there is a trend there, you know, and. Uh, I think every high school coach is going to put his best player at quarterback. And so those are the guys that, uh, you know, we started and looked for and um, were able to, to get it. Uh, for, for you, how excited are you? The Big South, you're moving from the MEAC to the Big South. Uh, you know, you've played some Big South opponents over the, uh, the last couple of years, uh, most notably coming to my mind, Charleston Southern. But you got a Monmouth, you have a uh, Kennesaw who, who are perennial powers in FCS and in this now conference. Uh, how excited are you, uh, A&T, et cetera, about being now in the Big South? Well, um, the challenge is here. It, it is what it is. Uh, you know, we all have to change differently. Uh, initially, uh, I wasn't too keen on it. Okay. But uh, now that I see the opportunities and where we possibly can grow and you know, from here, uh, it, it's becoming very exciting. And um, they say to be the best, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And um, as you stated, both of those are very worthy opponents. And uh, we're looking forward to those days when we go toe to toe. Yeah, and but still having some of your roots, if you will, South Carolina State's on the schedule. North Carolina Central got to be on the schedule, absolutely. and they are absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, those are you know the in-state and cross-state rivalries. And, um, you know, I would like to believe that would never, you know, lead the schedule. Your time in the National, you played at Mississippi Valley State, um, played with the, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. What do you think, what do you remember most about your time in the National Football League? Mm, that's a good one. Uh, the Rooney family, you know, they are um, people that care. And, I'm, you know, I mean that sincerely, you know, if you – if you look at it, they have that Rooney Rule that will give a black man an opportunity, must give a black man an opportunity to at least be evaluated for a head coaching position. You know, those kind of decisions and, you know, them standing out, you know, on the limb for my people mean the world to me. Yeah. You know, I, got, I think I have a – it's an 80, 1985. I got a football card of you with the Steelers. I used to be – I'm an – well, at one time. Yeah. Right, that's how I learned a lot about HBCUs. You look on the back of the card, what school did the person go to? Mm -hmm. uh, Mississippi Valley State was your school, yes. right? What were those days like? Oh, boy. <laughs> a lot different than these. <laughs> you know, back then we would practice three times a day. We literally would sit on the field waiting for the sun to come up. And um, unfortunately, I went through many, uh, three different head coaches and uh, ended with Archie Cooley, gunslinger. Uh, who's well noted. Uh, he came out with that three by one and the four by one, um, putting Jerry Rice on that backside by himself, isolating him one on one. Um, you know, so a, a lot of good football knowledge uh, throughout the years, you know, competing against people uh, of Ed Robinson, um, uh, Coach Gordon at Jackson State. You know, you, you can name them on and on and on. And getting the opportunity to compete against those, you know, caliber players, uh, the Sammy Whites, the Doug Williams, uh, the Shaq, you know, uh, all those Hall of Famers all came from those uh, 
HBCUs. Last thought, um, you know, with re, sort of with respect to that and sort of that, well, in, in a different kind of vein, this is your fourth season, but you had been an assistant coach a long time, right? A long time. Yes. Did you I ever, paid my dues. You paid, <laughs> if anybody paid their dues, you paid your dues and came in and is having yeah. success right now. Um, did you ever foresee yourself as a head coach? Yes, I did. I, you know, it's not something that I pursue per se, um, but I always, you know, would like to. I wanted to be a head coach, absolutely. Uh, but uh, I have no regrets in my journey. I had a wonderful journey. I had the opportunity to make work with some of the best and the greatest people in the world. Met some of the best people in the world. Coach some of the best people in the world. Uh, so I have no regrets. So you heard from Sam Washington as he joined us on Saturday. And that's going to actually wrap it up for today's HBCU football daily podcast again throughout the course of the week. Going to replay the interviews with the coaches uh, that joined us during the countdown to kickoff on Saturday. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU football daily podcast we're going to get you set. We're getting you set. Not going to get you set. We're getting you set for the upcoming HBCU football season. And uh, even though we're still in the pandemic, all teams are playing. It should be an exciting football season and one in which we're very much looking forward to. Talk with you tomorrow. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com, your HBCU sports leader. Yeah.